Hello again, and welcome back to Marketing with Purpose. Or maybe this is your first time here, and if that's the case, then welcome to Marketing with Purpose. Allow me to introduce myself. I am Monica Pitts, and today I am going to be your guide. We are going to do a self-assessment. Everybody loves a good quiz. Everybody loves to learn about themselves. And today, the goal of this podcast is to help you learn if you've got what it takes to build your own website. And then when I say build your own website, I don't mean like learn how to code, learn PHP and JavaScript and HTML and all that junk. No, that's not what we're talking about today. That's a career. That's not something a business owner needs to know how to do. There are so many ways to build your own website out there right now that you don't need to know how to do those things to build your own website. What I'm talking about when I say build your own website is using a building system like WordPress or Weebly or, oh, Wix. Do they all start with a W? No, no, they don't because there's Shopify and there's the GoDaddy website builder. And okay, so you get my drift, right? Oh, Squarespace, Squarespace. Don't forget about that one. Okay, so there's all kinds of different ways that you can, through a supported system, build your website. And so that's what we're going to assess today. Do you have what it takes to build your website using one of those systems? So if you are considering building your website on your own, or if you are like semi forced into doing it on your own, because that's all your budget allows for you right now, then this episode is for you. Let's get to business. If you're a natural born marketer, you're one lucky son of a gun. If you're like most people, marketing, especially online marketing, is about as appealing as standing in a police lineup. The May Create team of creatives has transformed websites and digital marketing from craptastic to fantastic since 2005. Our podcast, Marketing with Purpose, makes sense of marketing so you can make purposeful decisions instead of carrying on with the same old crap you've been doing. And now your host, Monica Pitts, founder of May Create, with another episode on how to make your marketing not suck. It's kind of strange that I even find myself recording this episode at all. Because web design is not a cakewalk, okay? (laughs) And it doesn't matter if you build it yourself or if you hire someone to do it for you. It is still an investment of your time and your energy. And if you're anything like me, a business owner slash aerialist, yogi, runner, mom of two small people and two dogs, both of those items, both time and energy, are in high demand, Right? So whether you're looking to build a website that stops scaring away potential customers or you want to automate tasks through your website so you can focus on more important things, it's still an investment, right? It's an investment in your business and one that you should feel in control and educated making. So I don't take the suggestion for you to build your site on your own lightly. I mean, up until a few years ago, I would not have suggested it at all because that's how rudimentary web building was up until just a few years ago. No one jumps into building their own website thinking, I know exactly how this works. No one does that. So if you're thinking, oh, maybe I shouldn't build my own website because I don't know exactly how it works. Hey, it's okay. You are one of many embarking on this adventure and no one knows how it works at the beginning. I didn't know how it worked at the beginning and I've been building websites for 20 years. And even seasoned developers belly flop every single day. They certainly do because the internet is a weird and unpredictable place, my friend. It is always changing. But if you know that building your own website is the right or maybe the only decision 
that you can make for your business right now, then don't go it alone. That just sucks. There are training programs all over the internet that will help you figure out how to build your site on your own in whatever platform you feel is the best one for you. And if you're not sure which one is the best one for you, I totally just did an episode on like a comparison of Weebly and Wix and Squarespace and WordPress, and you can listen to it and maybe that will help you make an educated decision about what platform to use. But either way, they're all over the internet. And we even have one at MayCreate called the Better Than DIY Website Program. We plan this program to put you in the driver's seat and only teach you what's most important to power your site. Because figuring out how to design and template and get the functionality you need is quite frankly, like a waste of your time. (laughs) You have so many more really important things that you could be doing with your time. And I want you to learn to do the things that are like mission critical to build your website, right? So, because five years from now, when it's time to do your website again, with everything you have going on, you will have completely forgotten how you put it all together like reasons why I don't do my own taxes, right? Not to mention that the internet changes like, like my children change their clothes. It's like, it's ridiculous how quickly that they go through clothing. Like they're, I have two girls, they're eight and 12. Clothes changed all the time. Okay, so anyway, you need a website that will take you to the next phase of your business. And if that involves growth or adding new features to your site, then I know with all my heart that WordPress really is gonna be the right platform to get you there. We don't use other platforms because they just don't stack up to the can-do attitude that we embrace as May creators. You deserve a website built on a system that can and will solve your problems. And if WordPress isn't your jam, I get it. Just make sure that you get the system that can do what you need it to do for you. So at the risk of sounding like a total dork, I have to tell you that nothing makes me happier than building websites that solve problems for businesses. And I know that the Better Than DIY website program is just one more way that I can fulfill that happy and keep you happy so that way you don't have to figure all of this out on your own. The most important thing to me is not that you enroll in the program, but that you get into a website that will help your business grow. So whether it's you build it yourself or you build it yourself with support through a program like the Better Than DIY website program, or you hire somebody else to do it for you, you need to pick the thing that's the right solution to solve that problem for you. And in any way you take, I am honored to be your guide and take you through this quiz so you can figure out if you even should be doing it on your own. Let's take this quiz. I'm like clicking all over the place. Okay, so the first thing, right? So we, I just talked about this. Just like what kind of a website are you building? I said, are you building a website that is just not gonna scare visitors away? Or is it the website that is going to automate processes in your business and take you to the next level? If you are building, a website that's gonna automate your business and take it to the next level, then I think that you probably should be hiring a web designer because you're going to need someone who does it on a semi-regular basis to help you get through the process. Because figuring out how to do that for yourself, that's a career move, my friend, and you are a business owner. And unless you are a business owner who owns a web design firm or a tech firm or something along those lines, that's not what you should be focusing your time on. You should be doing other money-making activities. So if that's the case, and that's the type of website that you're building, you need to hire somebody else to do it for you. But on the flip side, if you're trying to create something that's not gonna scare visitors away, or 
that's just going to really set you up for success and have the right conversation and the right information on it to share with your customers so that way they can make a buying decision and say, heck, yes, I want to contact this company, then you can do that on your own. You can build that website on your own. So if you're building that big, robust automating site, you can probably hop off this podcast right now and you could listen to one of my other ones about website planning because they're going to help you way more than the rest of this quiz will because you already have your answer. No, you shouldn't build it yourself. But if you answered yes to the second type of website, then let's move on to question number two. I want you to rate your tech confidence level on a scale of one to five. Notice I didn't say tech savvy because you don't have to know how to build a website to build one yourself or even to work with a design professional for that matter. But you have to choose the right method to build your site that matches how comfortable you feel with learning and new technology. So one, if you're rating yourself a one, it would be like, I don't even do email. That's my uncle. He literally doesn't even do email. His wife checks his email for him. He should not build his own website, okay? Sorry, Uncle Nick, you're not that guy. Okay, if you're a two, it means that you do email and Facebook, but new things scare you. So you are adapted to some levels of technology, but you like to work inside your tech comfort zone. You don't really like to move outside of it. I want you to rate yourself a three, if you use PowerPoint and you like to tinker with graphic layouts and you're okay with trying new things, that would be a three. Rate yourself a four if you can find your way around almost all systems and you're willing to try new technologies. And then rate yourself a five if the people that you know ask you tech questions all the time and you get a kick out of finding the answers and you geek out about new technologies. I live someplace actually between a four and a five, believe it or not, because there are certain new technologies that I will totally adopt and use right away. And then there's others where I'm like, maybe not so much. I don't really want to change that. I want to do it the way that I do it. So with web design, I am totally a five. When it comes to my phone, I'm like a four, okay? So rate yourself on your tech confidence scale, one through five. If you rated yourself a three or above, then you're probably all good. You can probably build your own website because you're comfortable enough in your own technology abilities to stay confident and comfortable and calm and move through the process. And even if you hit a bumpy spot along the way, you're going to be able to get through it. You're going to be fine if you're a three or higher. So that means that you either you use PowerPoint and you like to tinker with graphic layouts and you're okay with trying new things or higher. Which leads me to question number three. I need you to rate your design expectations on a scale of one to five. So one would be really anything will do. You do not care what it looks like. I mean, you care, but not that much. <laughs> okay, number two, you're not super picky, but it can't look like total trash. Three, it doesn't have to be a 100% original work of art, but you do expect it to reflect your brand. Number four is you want something pretty specialized and original. Design is pretty important to you. And you could rate yourself a five if you want it to be perfect because your company is a big deal and you deserve to look like it. I'm telling you, I am a number five. I want my stuff to look amazing. And that's okay because... <laughs> 
I'm also a graphic designer and I can make it look like whatever I want, right? But here's the deal. Your design expectations have to match up with your design ability. So rate yourself on one through five for your design expectations. And then the next question is, I want you to rate yourself on your design ability on a scale of one to five. Now, this may sound exactly like the last question I asked, but it's really not because the last one was your expectations. Like, what do you want out of this design? And now this one, I'm asking you, like, how well do you feel like you can design? Give yourself a one if you can't even make a convincing stick figure. (laughs) Give yourself a two if you know it when you see it, but you can't imagine it. I have a lot of clients like this. They know it when they see it, but they can't imagine it. So we give them multiple designs and then they pick the parts that they like and we Frankenstein them all together. It's very fun, but they just can't imagine it. That's not one of their skills. Give yourself a three if with a template, you can make things that you're happy with. So if you like PowerPoint and hanging out on Canva, give yourself a three if you're good at working with templates and you feel good about your designs in the end. Give yourself a four if you are great with a template and you can make your way through designing things from scratch also. You make stuff that looks really pretty. Maybe you volunteer to design things for people because you really like it. And then give yourself a five if people ask you to design stuff all the time. Like, yeah, you're a professional designer. So, (laughs) hey, here's the deal. So I said that your design expectations have to meet with your design ability scale. So it's cool that my design expectations are a five and I want to look totally BA on my website if I build it myself because I am a professional designer. So it all works out. See, but if your expectations are a five, but your design ability is a one and you can't even make a convincing stick figure, we have a problem. You're not going to be able to create something that you're happy with. So you're probably not a great candidate to DIY your website. All right. So if your expectations and your abilities match up, you're golden. Okay. If you have low expectations and high design ability, you're great. Okay, so you can see what I'm saying. I won't belabor the point any longer. Okay, so now that we've assessed your design ability and expectations, we need to talk about your writing ability and expectations. Because building that website isn't just about being comfortable with technology and putting together pretty page layouts and graphics. It's also about writing the content that goes into your website. And if you're going to truly DIY it, then you're going to have to be able to tackle that project too. So let's start by rating your writing expectations on a scale of one to five again. So one would be You are perfectly happy with just a bulleted list. You probably won't read anything anyway. (laughs) By the way, guys, you can't just have a bulleted list on your pages of your site. That is a bad plan. You need to have between 500 and 1,000 words. In next week's episode, I'm going to cover the do's and don'ts of writing for your website. You may want to check it out if you're a little worried or if you want to have some tips or pointers for writing for your website. But rate yourself on number one if your expectations are real low for what's on your website text. Rate yourself a two if you know that there needs to be words on the site, but you're just not very picky about it. Give yourself a three if you want your visitors to get to know your company and have confidence that you're a good choice for their business. So you want them to say, heck yeah, I want to work with that company. That's what you want. Those are your expectations. So that puts you at a three. Give yourself a four if you really want your website to convey a strong and polished brand message, but it's not really meant to close the deal online. So you're not selling something online. You have salespeople that sell stuff. 
And give yourself a five if you want something that's just like super punchy and really creative content that hits home and closes the sale online. Okay, so those are the expectations ranging from I really don't care to I want it to be a home run, people. Okay, so now I want you to think about your writing skills. So let's do a self-assessment on that. One would be you can barely write an email, right? Sorry, Uncle Nick. Actually, I don't know. Maybe Uncle Nick can really write. He might be able to write. I don't know. He can definitely tell a story. That's for darn sure. So maybe he could be a number two, which is he writes when he has to, but he doesn't really like to do it. Maybe that's you. Give yourself a two if that's where you're at. Or maybe he could actually be a number three. Hey, Uncle Nick, you're moving up the scale. He's really confident talking about his business, but writing isn't as easy, but he totally gets by. So if you're super confident in talking about your business, even if your writing isn't super easy and you still get by and do written communications regularly, give yourself a three. Give yourself a four if you're pretty good at writing and you even enjoy it from time to time. And then give yourself a five if you're a storyteller and you love to put it all down in words. All right, so just like the design ability and the design expectations, your writing skills and your writing expectations, they have to go in line as well. If you want to have super punching, amazing copy that converts and sells, but you can barely write an email, you're not set up to do this part of your project. That doesn't mean that you couldn't do the rest of it if those answers came back favorably for a DIY website build. It just means that you might need to outsource this part of your website design. So if you are a three in your writing skills and you're a three in your expectations, your money. You can totally write your own website text. So if you're confident talking about your business and what you want out of your website is your visitors to get to know your company and have confidence that you're a good choice for their purchase, yeah, you can do it. You could write that copy. Now for all of you twos out there, if you really hate writing, like if your writing level is a two and you really hate it, then just hire somebody to write the content for you, or rope a friend into it, or write the rough draft and have someone edit it for you. You should always have someone reading your content for you anyway. Have more than one set of eyes on it for sure before you ever decide to put it out in the public. So what do you think? Do you have what it takes to build your own website? Do you think you do? Like, are you comfortable enough with technology? Do you feel like your design expectations and your design abilities line up? Does your writing abilities and your writing expectations line up? Could they all align into a magical manifestation of your awesome unicorn of a self-built website? Could you do it? I know that there's probably some of you out there who are actually like maybe a little frustrated with the results of this quiz because you don't have the budget to build your own site and you don't feel like you have enough design experience or writing experience, or maybe you just don't feel comfortable enough with technology to embark upon building your website on your own. 
but you know that you've got to get a website done. So if you're feeling that way, all you need to do is ask yourself, am I willing to go outside of my comfort zone a little bit to learn a little bit? Because if you're a below three average across the board, all it's going to take is just a little bit of elbow grease to move you right up to a three and get this project done. You want a three across the board and you can totally do this, right? Remember, for my first website, I couldn't even figure out how to publish it on the web. And I have a website company, and I have owned a website company for the last 17 years developing websites for other people to make a living, okay? So if I can figure it out, I know that you can figure it out. And I didn't even have anybody to teach me. I had to figure it out all on my own, right? If you can make a PowerPoint, if you can talk about your business, and if you're willing to commit the time, then you can do this. Maybe if you're not a one all the way across the board. I would go, no. Nope, if you can't write an email and you can't make a stick figure, and you absolutely hate technology, you should not build your own website. Okay, friends, just don't do it to yourself. (laughs) But seriously, to those of you who are like a two average across the board, if you're willing to get outside your comfort zone, I believe that you could do this. But if you have the budget for it, I would probably hire someone to do it for you. I really would. Because you'll probably get it done faster, and it'll be a lot less stressful for you to get through. So if you are committed to this DIY website journey and now you have the validation to support the decision, you probably want to know like how you can get it done. I want to go back to my original thought at the beginning, which is that you really do not have to build your website alone. You don't have to figure it out all by yourself. There are training programs all over the internet that will help you set up a website that will help you grow your business. If WordPress is the right choice for you and you want to have an extremely flexible, extendable website and you have a little bit of a budget and you want to have professional design help, then you should really check out our Better Than DIY website program. You will build a professional quality website in five weeks and you don't have to learn to code and you don't have to take out a second mortgage to get it done either. (laughs) It is a done with you program. You'll meet with the designer to customize the design of your site. So if designability is low for you, then this could be an answer to boost you to where you want to go. Once you get that design nailed down, you'll receive DIY page by page writing and building training. So I am going to teach you how to write what goes on your website and pick exactly what to put on there and then help you get it built. Click by click, friends, like click by click. You're gonna, we're gonna click together. It's gonna be so awesome. So in the end, you will have a professional, personalized site that your business needs to grow without spending a million bucks or learning to code. So if this sounds like something that could benefit you, that could solve a problem, that could speed up this process and get you a website fast so you can start going back and doing the things that you really need to do with your business to make it grow. <laughs> I mean, don't get me wrong, that website's important, but you've got other stuff to do. I know you do. Then hop on over to maycreate.com forward slash DIY website. That's M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E dot com forward slash DIY website and check it out. You can learn all about it. And let me know if you've got questions. I'm happy to field your questions and even have a phone call with you about the program to help you decide if it is the right fit for you. 
Alrighty, friends, that is all I have for you today. I hope that now you feel confident in your decision as to whether or not you should be the person who builds your next website. Thank you so much for joining me today. And until next time, go forth and market with purpose. Thanks again for listening to Marketing with Purpose. Head over to maycreate.com, M-A-Y-E-C-R-E-A-T-E.com. Yeah, you heard me right, M-A-Y-E, create.com. For podcast notes and more resources to grow your business. Don't let your marketing suck. Get your pride on. Market with Purpose. Purpose.